You're listening to another great podcast in the MyMac Podcasting Network. And it's time for another episode of Geeks Pub. I'm Tim Robertson, and over there is David Cohen. Hello, David. Hello. I'm in a little screen on your screen, on my screen. Your screen on my screen. I can see me on two different screens, and I can only see you on one, which seems kind of odd. Yeah. Like I can see double me. Yeah. I don't know. It works for now. That, so that is um, the thing it, that uh, it works. We're we're in this amazing time because you remember when we were growing up, you'd see sci-fi shows and they'd show video phones and everything, and it was like, for a start, everyone had like a dedicated unit for it, and then secondly, it was like it was like the the most amazing thing ever, and we it's just kind of slid into us, and everyone's just going, oh yeah, I do video calls nowadays, and it's no big deal. Um. Just checking something. Yeah, okay. that's what I thought. Great audio. So we're chatting live on Facebook. Yeah. Um, there's really no delay, no, nothing to speak of. And yet we're 3,692 miles, give or take a couple miles here or there, yep. apart. That is the stuff of sci-fi, isn't it? Uh, I think I it mean, is. We could have multiple people here from all over the world. Yeah. It's kind of cool. <laughs> Because <laughs> back back then as well, you would pay through the nose for a long distance telephone call, and now we're doing this, and it's free. Yeah, well, well, just thirty years ago, not even that, twenty years ago, we were seeing commercials everywhere about long distance companies. MCI, remember MCI? Yeah, gone all of that stuff. You know, there is no long distance calls anymore. It's now it's minutes or it's data. Yeah. So uh, yeah, most come fo- a long way, man. Most fo- I, I think in, certainly in Britain. I mean, we had the effective of long distance, even though Britain is not long distance by American standards. But, you know, I'd sit there calling my parents from school, uh, you know, plugging coins into the phone box every every few minutes. Now now there are no phone boxes. <laughs> they're just done. No. Is it, do they still have those? In, do they still have them in America? Because here... No, they're They're, they're effectively gone. gone yeah. Every great once in a while you'll see one, there's nothing in it. It's like a yeah. pole with a box and that's yeah. it. I've seen them for sale... And if I had a big house, I'd totally get one. Yeah. Um, the only people who get them now are people with big game rooms. You would think I would with my background, what you can see going on, video games playing. Yeah, well, it's stuff. full now. Arcade though, machines, but <laughs> it's full. Yeah. Um, but if this was like, you know, a big hangar where, you know, I had an actual arcade, I would totally buy a a, a pay phone. Yeah. I would to- And I would want a ground to ceiling with the doors, the Superman. Yeah. And I would definitely get a Superman mannequin to put in there and look like Clark Kent pulling down his tie and you yeah. see the Superman thing below it. Yep. I would totally do that. Oh, well, now if one knows what to get you for, uh, for well, you just missed your birthday, but for uh, Christmas. Yeah, Julie would love it if I got a full-size phone book oh, to put somewhere. I'm sure she would. Do we? Maybe it, you put... it would probably have to go on the front porch. But then I'd have, like, homeless people walking up sleeping in it or something. That would be yeah. embarrassing. Yeah, you know it'd be a magnet for vandalism. Probably, or people going in there just so they can talk on their cell phone. Because that's kind of what people do now. Yeah. Remember the super? Remember the movie Superman where he goes in and it's like a half booth? Yeah. It's just, I always liked that. That was clever. Mm. Yeah, but um, it's amazing. So those, anyways. Those old movies are now full of all of these kind of weird anachronisms. You know? Well, and that's kind of... that. I think the first Superman movie is the only one that does and does not hold up over time. And what I mean by that is Christopher Reeve's portrayal of both Clark Kent and Superman um, kind of set the standard. I mean, it was brilliant. Mm-hmm. He did... Uh, you totally bought him as Superman. Yeah. But you also kind of bought him as Clark, the bumbling, you know. It just... It really did work. But yet... the. It, and kind of the villain. I mean, it, it was kind of a dumb movie when you really look at what they did in it. But still, um, I think it holds up, but it doesn't because it is so set in the 70s. Yeah. It is 100% a 70s movie. Um, it, that's not necessarily a bad thing, but it is kind of a time capsule when you watch that movie and realize that was a long time ago. Um, yeah. My kids and your kids can't relate to half the stuff in that movie because it's it's right out of the 70s. 
It, it's interesting you say that. Yesterday, um, I, I don't know why, but for some reason we were sat we were sat in the in the in the our, our kitchen dining room is like one big room, so we have a TV in there, uh, and uh, Leanne put Splash. Tom Hanks movie on oh, on from yeah. Disney Plus. She put it on. She thought Mermaid. She, yeah, she. I think she thought Charlotte might enjoy it. Um, Charlotte could not get into it, and and I think it's that same thing culturally. The way the movie presents itself is so much of its time of the eighties. Yeah, that it it. I think I think for somebody who's grown up on modern media, it's very difficult to engage with it because the style yeah. of the storytelling. The style, and you know, not only that, the music and everything was very eighties. I mentioned it's the very phone. Very eighties. I mentioned the phone because um, Tom Hanks spends a lot of time in the first half of that movie on the telephone, and he's kind of moving from telephone to telephone. You know, he's meant to be a businessman and all this sort of thing, and it's kind of weird how he's on the phone, and then he has a secretary who takes messages for him, um, and then they they kind of build all the humor and the and the the comedy around that, and it it kind of. It, it kind of sticks quite badly um, and the pacing isn't isn't modern at all the uh, incidental stuff a lot of it comes across as cliche even though back then it wasn't cliche because they were kind of defining what has become cliche you know um, and, well, and yeah, the, cliche has a, uh, a history and exactly. that's kind of where some of that history started exactly and um, yeah it it just it, it, I was I was enjoying it. I, it was giving me nostalgia and that sort of thing. But I, could, I can perhaps understand why Charlotte wasn't into it, and she just wasn't into it at all. She could not engage with it. You know, it doesn't surprise me. Um, a lot of movies that I think are not just cultural touchstones, but just really good movies that had a big impact on me. You know, I try to get the kids to watch, and they never watch. But, although I will say, Brooke does get into some of the stuff that i've said oh you should watch this you're gonna like that actually for the most part she usually does yeah um i try to but cole is the opposite he's just he has no interest i try to get him to watch the matrix because for all intents and purposes it is a superhero movie yeah especially the end um i couldn't get him to watch it you yeah know? i'm like dude this is a really good movie this is um you'll see things in this movie that kind of started those genres, you know, those tropes that you see nowadays. No interest yeah. at all. He just wants to go play a video game, so here's, which I get. Yeah. But. So here's a weird thing. Um, Charlotte the other day actually kind of let slip. She said, well, I've never seen Star Wars. I said, what do you mean you've never seen really? Star Wars? She says, she says, I've seen it when you watch the cartoon series on the, on the TV sometimes. She says, and I've seen clips and bits of it, and I know who some of the characters are. Um, she, you know, she knows who she knows. Darth Vader's a bad guy, but she doesn't know who Darth Vader is. And she says, "I've never seen any of the movies." So I, I immediately thought, "Stuff." Well, that's something we've got to remedy. <coughs> Bless you. My sinuses are all. Yeah, I even kind of look poofy right now. <laughs> oh yeah. well. Um, I sent you. Well, I put a link in the show notes that I thought this was kind of cool. Um, I saw this on Facebook. Someone posted this, and I really like this. It's live streams yeah. on Radio Garden. Have you ever seen this before? I, I haven't. I know that the British media made a big fuss about probably a little over a year ago about a guy who was literally running a radio station from his garden shed, and it turned out hmm. that he had a really limited transmitter. The only person who could pick the signal up was his wife. And she, I, don't know, I get the feeling she wasn't that interested. It's pretty limited. Yeah. No, and, and then well, they made a big let's deal. Let's be honest. Yeah. Then they made a big deal because he'd been offered a, a a contract to basically do part of his show and have it rebroadcast on some American radio station. And that was the first thing I thought when, when you sent me this. I thought, oh, maybe that's what this But this is something completely different. This is this is kind of cool. Even a little bit random. They, so it's a, it's a when you click it, it brings up like a google map globe and i think it actually is google maps and it shows all of these dots where there's a broadcast that you can listen to live right there yeah streaming services so they're just you know uh pulling all these different streams and giving you a different way of saying i want to listen to that um you could tell by the link that i put in the show notes that i was listening to a a radio station in santa monica Mm mm-hmm um, but you can literally click and spin the globe, um, select something. I, you know, I was listening to stuff in Japan is just playing around with it. 
Russia, the UK. Um, I was listening to something in Manchester, mm-hmm. and I mean the the audio quality was great. It was quite honestly fantastic. So that guy that you're talking about in his shed has no broadcasting ability whatsoever. He's got an antenna that you know you'd find on a 1957 DeSoto. Um, he doesn't need to do that at all now. No, he can just set up a live stream and he's broadcasting to the entire world. Now it was interesting. You read, you go through the sign up for this, and it very strongly suggests that anybody signing up should have a proper radio broadcast radio station. They just want to send it out, but obviously, you go through the streams, you realize it's mostly people effectively doing audio twitch. They're doing effectively live podcasting, but instead of I don't know, I heard a lot of stuff that was broadcast stuff. Yeah, well, they had the, commercials. Yeah, a lot of NPR type of thing. Yeah, so, so there are obviously people doing that as well, but there are also people who are just basically running a rate their own DJ setup from their house, and they're just broadcasting a radio station, and um, that's kind of cool. It is kind of cool. There was yeah. a lot of talking heads, especially in the Middle East. Yeah. Um, Tur- it looks like disco is really big in Turkey right now. <laughs> like there was like seven or eight different ones in Turkey, and every one of them was like a do. Yeah, I was looking like, boy, I need to get a disco ball in here. No, but yeah, it was. You you do realize at our age, there's a serious risk that when we talk about when we talk thank you for that when we talk about disco or something sounds like disco we're probably completely misrepresenting a modern genre there uh, because we're old farts no this was disco there's no (laughs) this was disco I swear to god one of them was ABBA so no it was oh right okay it was disco Mm -hmm. and I my understanding is disco has actually made a pretty good comeback not in the western world of course but in Turkey obviously (laughs) I'm really getting into uh, the disco well, stuff. How do you know in Turkey that it just never went away? Maybe well, that's true. maybe the know. last 40 years in Turkey has been all disco. Well, it would be 50 years. Some of it? it is new stuff, though. Yeah. I mean, it's obvious that this well, is yeah, but not... If, if disco's always been a genre in Turkey, I think I think you're disrespecting people who've been brought up in the modern Turkey disco genre. You know, that's all they yeah, know. That's true. Yeah. It's uh, interesting, though. I, I, I don't dislike the, a service like this. I, I don't think I would use it very often. Um, you know, with my day job, I don't have time just to sit there and listen to the music all day long. Yeah. Um, but if I was an office worker, excuse me, if I was an office worker and I'm just mostly typing and stuff like that, I don't know if there's really jobs that do that anymore. I'm sure there are. Um, no, that they have the ability yeah. to sit there and listen to music while they're working. This might be kind of a cool thing. I think there's an app with it as well. Um, I only looked at it online on my computer, but I don't know. I think something like, and I like the interface. I like the thought of, I don't want just some scrolling list. That doesn't, that's not ins- inspirational at all. Yeah. But having the globe that you can spin and clicking and, oh, look, I'm listening to this thing. That is cool. That's kind of the draw for me. I don't think um, I don't think we've actually mentioned the name of this. This is Radio Garden. Radio. No, Do- I did. I did oh, at the yeah? beginning. Um, I'm just yep. wondering. I'm wondering if it has an Alexa skill, because that's the way you want it. Because I, I have a I have an Alexa here on my desk, and um, there is no skill to enable the Alexa app for Radio Garden. Okay, um, you've got to do it off your phone and Bluetooth it over if that's if that's what you want to do. Which what's the point? Um, yeah, I have an uh, uh, Alexa here, uh, an Echo here on the desk, and um, when I'm writing, you know, work stuff, uh, documents and things like that, I will often have, you know, I'll use the uh, Amazon Music app to set up a, a playlist that I'll have playing while I'm uh, while I'm working. Do you, do you have the? You don't have the Muzak then in your uh, in your uh, sales office? You know the the, what? The, you know the. Uh, oh yeah. Oh, right. And not in the office. We do in the showroom. In the showroom, right. Uh, and it's just a, a Sirius XM station that they play in. Um, a couple of years ago, the old general manager would only play, like, 70s music. Right. And at one point, I just went in there and I said, I, if you don't change this, I can't hear Rocket Man one more time. Mm-hmm. Or Gypsy Woman. I can't hear it one more time. If you don't change it, I'm leaving today. Right. 
And he thought I was joking. And I said, I'm not, I can't take this anymore, Brad. This is awful. I cannot listen to this music anymore at all. And that was the end of the 70s music. I, I literally hate that type of music now. I hate it. So how does that... How uh, does, now it's... Uh, how, does, how does that work in um, in an environment like that? Do you have to license to play a Sirius station? Or can you just plug in a Sirius station and nobody knows about it? Or is it actually some sort of corporate feed from somewhere? It's a corporate feed. Right. Um, because, you know, we're a car dealership. Most of our vehicles... Knock it off, cat. Um, it's getting loud. It's playing. Hey, what are you doing? Yeah, I'm talking to you. Snacking stuff off and playing with it. Um, it's a, you know, we sell SiriusXM, so I don't think that we have to pay anything. Because obviously they they want us to promote SiriusXM in the vehicles. Uh, but they just basically tune into a station that's designed for a business. Right. I think anybody could actually tune into it, but you wouldn't want to. Right. Um, and, and the one that we listen to is basically goes to a couple 80 songs an hour, but mostly more modern stuff. And I found a few songs that I actually liked, you know, other than the stuff that, you know, yeah. I already knew about. But it seems to be a canned 50 songs that they rotate through and they update. They'll take maybe 10 songs out and replace them every month. Yeah, that's modern so radio now. I think so bad. Yeah, I think most modern radio stations are like that now. Well, yeah, obviously. But when I get there in the mornings, that's when I can really hear it because I'm kind of the only one. Yeah. Um, that's when, I mean, when it, cause it, when it gets busy and stuff, I, you don't even hear it. But when you're the only person in the entire showroom and the music is basically being piped directly into your office, it seems, um, that's when it gets kind of annoying. Yeah. And, but I noticed that, okay, it's, I can hear this song now. Mm-hmm. It's it's pretty bad, <laughs> but who's who? The, now there's some office uh, people out back. It's all women in this one office, and there's one speaker in the ceiling. It's not yeah. a big office either, and they're forced to listen to the same music that we have. And uh, every one of them wears the headphones. Right. Every one of them, and I don't blame them a bit yeah. because that would just oh, that would drive me crazy. Yep. Yeah, you, uh, guy in the chat room laughs and he says, "At least you got music in the showroom. Down on the service drive, no music at all." Uh, Matthew Fellows, he was uh, he worked at Metro Toyota as well, mm-hmm. and uh, he's right. There is no music down there, but I, you probably wouldn't hear it down there anyways because there's cars pulling in and out yeah. all day long. The big garage doors would squeal really loud, which would drive me nuts. Um, it's, I it don't, would kind of be pointless yeah. down there. I don't think I've ever been in a garage or service area in a UK, either independent or or attached to um to a dealership that has doesn't have like a transistor radio or a modern equivalent over in the corner turned up really loud, tuned into you know a local station or something like that. And so sometimes you you get in your car after you've had it serviced and you turn on the key. Right, and immediately the radio erupts into life into that same station turned up quite loud. So you kind of get the impression they're using the cars to kind of boost the volume. <laughs> it not too much. Um, the people that move the cars around generally don't mess with stuff like that anymore mm. because it ticks people off. Oh, well, they do here. Don't mess with someone's stereo. Yeah, <laughs> but you go here. back where the mechanics are, and like there's uh, there's a lot of bays back there. I think that's twenty bays, right? Something like that. Uh, and half of them have their own music playing. Yeah. A couple louder than others. <laughs> so you get to hear a variety of different stuff back there. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, the better the people who spent a little bit more money on their stereos, you hear that a little bit better than the rest. But yeah, yeah it's funny. Uh, you know, music still plays a huge part in the workplace for a lot of people. And I think a service like this Radio Garden is kind of a neat little choice that hey, maybe expand what you're listening to and how you're listening. And, you know, you could kind of just go in and, and pick something totally different. Yeah. Listen to it. You might learn something. Of course, if it's in a different language, it's a talk show. Well, then you, you might know, learn a new language. Not, not going to help you. That's true. So um, one of the things that we were going to talk about was going to be WandaVision, but we've agreed that maybe we're going to wait until the series finishes in another two weeks. Yeah. Um, 
which would be perfect timing for the next episode. Some really big things happened over the last two weeks since we did this uh, Geeks Pub. And we're going to save it, I think. What do yeah. you think? Yeah, I mean, it's obviously, it's it's massively picked up from where we first talked about it. Um, I still think yeah. that I still think that was a mistake. Um, I've I've you really know, because it's the number one streaming show or no, number one show on the planet right now. David. Uh, well, yeah. So was the slow burn the way to go, or do you think I think they should have bam hit it and I, everything I, exploded I think, immediately? I think they made some choices that I personally don't agree with, and I think that's my uh, I agree. That's my position. I, I agree with you. They shouldn't have done it because then they would not be the number. Oh wait. No, I disagree with you. No, I think they've because lost they some people. I, I think they, well, it doesn't matter if they're number one. They're the if, number one show. What do you, how, how bigger can you get than the number one well, show? Well, you can get bigger by being the bigger number one. And they could have been a bigger number one. Than, um, so you don't think the people who went, ugh, I didn't like it for the first couple of episodes didn't come back and go? No. I think some Why have, is everyone some talking about this show? I think it's... I think, it's, I think most did. I think it's a very fan-orientated show. And there's nothing wrong with that. Oh! <gasps> You know, oh, I said oh, there's nothing it. wrong with it, but um, you know, uh, I, I'm me. Guy Searle in the chat room says charge, WandaVision is seriously getting scary. Oh, he says WandaVision is getting truly serious and scary. Yes, I agree. Yeah, you know, and I think it is because the slow burn. They built this thing up from this point up until where they are now, with only two episodes to go. Who knows how it's going to end? I I think that I think they did it right. I'll be honest with oh, you. I know we disagree on that. Let's episode. reserve judgment because they still got to stick the landing. Well, I haven't seen anything that makes me worry about that. Yeah, I know, but this um, I do wonder if they're going to wrap it up with one season, yeah. and, or at least setting up what's going to come in both Spider Man and Doctor Strange, because we already know, um, as true fans of this genre, that. Doctor Strange is called the Multiverse of Madness, which means you're going to see characters from the multiverse. But we also know Spider-Man's doing this as well. Yeah. And we know that because Tobey Maguire and Andrew Garfield as Spider-Men yeah. are in the movie. Yeah. You know, they, they're bringing back Doctor Octopus from Spider-Man 2. Um, so we know that they're opening up this can of worms when it comes to the multiverse. And it started... A week ago in WandaVision. So I think that they're creating not only a standalone show that's really, really good, but they're using it as a springboard for more stuff. And I think, man, that is that's the way to do it. Yeah. You know, don't just drop stuff on people. Let's build it up because that like really look about um look back on what Marvel's done. Now, let's be honest, when they made that first Iron Man movie, they really weren't looking ahead for the next ten years of movie making. Um, but they were smart enough to see what was happening, see what the popularity was, and started building it up. And they didn't do it really fast. That's exactly the problem with uh, DC. Yeah. They they did the slow burn. That's what WandaVision did. Yeah. They didn't, boom, come right out of the gate exploding in everyone's face and blew their whole load. That was graphic. Um, they, t- <laughs> they took their time. Yeah. And I, I, I'm a big believer of just, just. I don't need to have cake before dinner. Let me eat the dinner first, and I'm build up to the cake. That's what. Yeah, I, I that, might. That my, works. My my uh, my only challenge with one division is sometimes I like to look down at the plate and know that it's a piece of cake, and not think that it's a box, and I have to open three layers before I get to the cake. That made no sense. <laughs> There's one person out there. Who, who gets me completely, and I'm waiting to hear from them. Everyone else... She's upstairs right now from your house. No, I don't. She's I'm, upstairs. I think she's still... She was giving you production she's still a bit. you started recording. She's still a bit perplexed, to be honest, by everything that I say and do. <laughs> I am too, to be honest. Um, <laughs> but I, I don't have to live with you either. <laughs> be glad. Be very glad. Be glad. Um, let's get to the bad stuff. Yep. I've been um, chatting with people online, mm-hmm. and there seems to be some confusion on what this is about. Yeah, and I actually invited them to listen to this episode, and I will educate them on what freedom of speech actually yes. means. 
So, what's the news? So, the the news broke this week that Gina Carano, who plays Cara Dune in, uh, who played Cara Dune in The Mandalorian, um, will not be playing that character anymore. Um, not because they've killed the character off or uh, being spun off into a. Well, they like the character. I mean, yeah. Uh, well, they, it, it, they were going to spin her off into the exactly, New Republic yeah. show. But um, Gina Carano has spent the last, well, at least the last six months. Um, spouting a lot of uh, uh, views on Twitter that are um, very much the mainstream of the, you know, medium to far right, the guy, the sort of people who are very, uh, very pro-Trump. Um, and, but well, I don't think she would have been in trouble if it was just pro-Trump. There, that's, no. that's not the issue. No, no I'm, I'm she saying... She was her, also have, posting... Yeah, her views are, are the stuff that comes out of that pro-Trump side. So it's anti-vax... Um, it's the the election was stolen. She's making fun of people wearing masks. Yeah, um, she uh, was comparing Jews to Republicans as if yeah, know, she, she was she basically Republicans yeah. off to the gas chamber. Exactly, just gross yeah. stuff. It was, and, and and she was warned by Disney and Lucasfilm that she did not. They did not like this. They didn't want to be associated with this. They thought that yeah. this is bringing a negative view to their properties and their company. And they're paying her a lot of money. Yeah. And she kept doing it, so they're just not bringing her back at all. The, she didn't really get fired so much as, we're not going to use you anymore. Yeah, and I that, mean, effectively, it's the same thing, but it's really not. Yeah, well, they, I mean, they kind of, they, you know, they, they made an announcement. They, um, they said that her character would no longer feature in Disney properties. So right. they, d- despite the fact they couldn't fire her because she wasn't currently under contract... They kind of fired her. They made it perfectly clear um, what was happening yeah. and why it was happening. Uh, and a lot of people have come out. Um, well, obviously from the uh, from the you We're know trying to make it sound like it's a free speech a issue. free speech issue. Yeah, it's we, not at all. Well, it, no, free speech means that she would have been prevented for saying what she wants to say. That the government would have came in and arrested her for like yeah. you know communist China Which, for saying what she well, said. Well, you say communist That's China. That's not true at all. Uh, uh, to be honest with you, it's not just communist China. She could not have said what she said on Twitter here in the UK because we have um, we have um, uh, uh, racial hatred laws here, so we don't have the same level of public free speech that you have in America because because we take the view there are some things we don't want people saying because they're so offensive. So she has free speech. She has the right to say those things, uh, but and but also as well, Disney has free speech, and then they have the right to say, "You said that in public. It's associated with us. We don't want to work with you anymore." And that is as much free right. speech as hers is. And this is the problem: is that people think that it's uh, spouting, um, and I say spouting because they often are quite. Um, spittle flecks rants um but but right. stating these things online you've got a right to do that but uh, by the same token free speech goes both ways and people have got a right to respond to that and say i don't want to be associated with you and that is as much free speech as saying it in the first place you know i uh i'm tired of an entire group of people complaining that this is cancel culture that cancel cultures we got to get rid of cancel culture because we're becoming a a, a society of weaklings cancel culture bah, we should be able to no it's not cancel culture people that's not what this is this is um what's the word i'm looking for oh consequences yeah we now are starting to move into a consequences culture and that i agree with if you're going to spout nasty, vile stuff, there are consequences. It's, it's That's not, all it is. It's not even... Because there's plenty of people over the years who have said nasty, vile things without consequences. Yeah. The problem is, mm-hmm. is in we've moved beyond nasty, vile, and things that some people may find offensive into things no, that, are, that are not true, uh, being stated well, as true. fact You're and, right. and and that yep. is that is a worse problem even than the nasty because let's face it nasty vile things have always been said by all sorts of people yeah but when you're espousing views that are not true and are dangerous uh, and as we have seen can sometimes incite others to behave in ways that don't support the general views of democracy in the community then that is a problem and people should have a right to say 
uh, and, and they do have a right to say, I'm sorry, not only do I not agree with you, um, if you're going to use use the platform we've given you as a, as a way of promote as a way of um, promoting to our fans your views, then we don't want to be associated with you. And that is that you is have, what happened. You have here. freedom of speech in the town square. You don't have freedom of speech in my living room. Yeah, that's the difference. Yeah, and if you walk into my living room and start calling my family names, yeah, you can and get punched in the face. I've got to be honest with you. I was mildly disturbed to see when you post about this that, that there were people going well are you saying i don't have a right to go up to my boss's face and say what i think about something and and <laughs> yeah, actually using don't. that as a actually using that as an <laughs> argument to say you know what what you mean i can't express my views to my boss and and you said yeah. well yes you can but it'll probably fire you and yes. and <laughs> there seems to be an attitude now that that is that is not right and of course it's right Right. How dare yeah. I shouldn't be fired for that. That's my free, free. No, you do have freedom yeah. of speech. I could call my boss tomorrow and just make up stuff and call him vile names. I wouldn't because I actually really like the guy. Yeah. But I could. That nothing prevents me from doing that. Yeah. Um, but you could also say, you know, you could also say violent things that I'm going to do this to you. And that would be against the law. Yeah. What what takes what are you doing? Come here. This cat does not like me to hold it when I'm broadcast. No, you you are now pushing against my face. You run, are now, run. You are now um, uh, you are now oppressing that cat's free speech. Um, and I, I don't think we can. His stand free for speech that. was yeah. let me go. I have to go play with stuff. But but here's here's the other thing is that um, the, the the comparison and you know people on in this argument always like to make false comparisons the comparison will be oh well people when people go on about black lives matter and george floyd and everything they're allowed to say that without consequences and it's like yeah because most most right-minded people agree with that that's the difference you know and also as i said uh, the, there is this whole business about um making statements that are true versus untrue um, you know, but, yeah. but the wider thing and, and the way you opened with this when you launched it on Facebook is this sucks because she was a great character. Um, I liked her she character. Was, she, yeah, um, she was played I, very I well. I even liked the story. You know? in, in season one, they did this interview with her. It wasn't Star Wars. It was a, some other company. But I watched this interview with her. And she was talking about how her acting career was pretty much over that she was getting no offers yeah she had because she came from the mma world yeah and uh so she would kick your ass and mine at the same time yeah um you know that she was in deadpool and she was in some other movie or tv show or something but nothing big she didn't have any huge roles in fact i don't even know if she spoke in deadpool uh she Um, really didn't she was just like the tough henchwoman type thing as i recall Yeah, it wasn't a stretch for her. Um, yeah. But she was so grateful to Lucasfilm and and the guys that are, you know, Dave Filoni and um, what's his name? John Favreau. Just drawing a blank. John Favreau. Uh, she was so grateful to them for giving her this opportunity. And that's the part that I think sucks more than anything, that here are... You know, here's the hottest show on the planet. Yeah, I don't think anybody could contest that. When the if the Mandalorian was out right now, it'd blow Wandavision out of the water. Mm-hmm. It's that popular. Yeah. Um, she slow had. Burn, that's why. It is a slow burn. Not the same sort of slow okay. burn. We, we took we took, we right took two, two entire seasons to get to the end on who this yeah, Jedi but was. Yeah, you knew be. you knew where um, it was going all the way through. Accessibility. Well, yeah. Uh, it's Star Wars. Yeah. Anyway, but. She had this opportunity. She was making good money. She was on the hottest show on television. And she was too stupid, too stupid to keep... Her mouth shut. To stop posting stuff like yeah. that. Yeah. Now, now you can you could make the argument, wow, you know, is she, she can't say what she wants to say. No. Not if she wants to 
work for Disney. Yeah. This is Disney. Family friendly <laughs> entertainment media corporation. Disney. Yeah. You can't be posting stuff about concentration camps and stuff like that and think Disney's gonna be like, Yeah, well, you know, it's her it's her opinion. And, we respect and, her, we're gonna keep and, giving her a yeah. million of dollars an episode. And no, here's the thing it's as well. Stupid. Here's the thing as well. It wasn't just what she said, it was the way she said it. It was very yes. double down, screw you. You know what? I'm sure if she, she had was looking for a fight. Yeah, if she had been a um, Republican supporter who believed these things, who went to rallies and even spoke at rallies and that sort of thing and never mentioned it on social media or very rarely mentioned it on social media, I'm sure Disney would have been far less aggressive about changing their stance on her. And, you know, this I don't is also think they would have... It- I, I don't think this is a um, a Democrat versus Republican no, thing. Man. I, I no, really but that's, don't. that's how she's painting it. But the problem is, is she had to oh, go. Oh, she and is put, sure. Yeah, but that she go. She had to go and put this stuff out there in people's face on Facebook and Instagram and Twitter. And then when she was asked by the company who she was working for at the time to please dial it, I don't, I'm sure they didn't say stop doing it. I'm sure they said, please, can you dial this down? Please, can you? remember when you're posting that some of what you say reflects on us and we don't want to be associated with anything political or whatever i'm sure they had that conversation and then she couldn't resist yeah yeah and that's the problem and you're right she's probably not only she had she put her career back where it was yeah it's probably worse than that because disney owns half of the media industry now yeah and not nobody yeah she almost made herself unhirable now i did have someone post to me well no she won because um she now has this thing she's going to be doing with ben shapiro and he's jewish tim so you could see that he's Jew- no ben shapiro is a far right-wing nut job always has been he comes across as reasonable until you really start listening to him and you're like oh no this guy's a nutbag so don't don't use the ben shapiro argument that guy is cuckoo for right. and not only that the problem with the problem with taking that tack uh funnily enough i was watching a um one of those smithsonian channel documentaries this morning aerial america you know where they fly over america and they've got a voiceover talking about different states and they were in alaska and yeah. they flew over flew over sarah palin's house and um it was interesting because because i turned to the and said oh sarah palin remember her you know back when we thought that was kind of nutty far right and how wrong we were after what what came for came along further but where is sarah palin now the problem is she embraced that bubble yeah no she's still and out there she there's she, people yeah. that still listen to sarah palin there are, but that's the that's exactly my point she had a national platform everybody knew who she was and now she's basically de- uh you know talking to the niche yeah she's not a national but she was always that she you know they the McCain people, it wasn't John McCain who picked her. No. It was his team. Yeah. And they did John McCain a really big disservice. I think he had an, a, a, an opportunity to win the election against Barack Obama. And yeah. I think one of the big things that sunk him was Sarah Palin and the far right wing. Because yeah. remember, uh, there's a great video of John McCain stopping a woman saying that she can't vote for Obama because... He's yeah. not a good man. He's a Muslim. Yeah. And, I remember and he was this. like, no, ma'am, no. Yeah. And he stops her and he says he is a good man. And I was like, I don't agree with you know a lot of the things that, um, as a president, he would have enacted. Something, sure. I don't think anybody's either, at least reasonable people, aren't one side or the other. Yeah. Um, I have, I'm, I consider myself a progressive, but I do have some Republican, um, not Republican, but... Um, What's the word I'm looking for? Conservative. Um, conservative viewpoints on some things. Yeah. Absolutely. I think everybody's like that. Yeah. That being said, um, it's because of her and her, who she was and what she believed in, and her utter failure with interviews and how kooky she came out that cost him the election more than anything. Yeah. And it, it did a disservice to that guy at the end of his career. You know, just ten years before he passed away, um, but yet we say that Trump got elected. So, yeah, well, that's true. I don't know. But I don't want to deviate too far from the point. The point I was trying to make was that is that Palin, as time went on, embraced more and more of that bubble, 
And eventually, if you do that, all that happens is you can only ever service that bubble because you've moved so far away from yeah. mainstream. And that's the problem. Yep. That's the problem Karana's going to face. She can go and do a show with Shapiro. She can go and do all the, you know, Fox News talk, talk circle and all of that sort of thing, which I'm sure she will do, saying about how awful she's yep. been treated. But ultimately, sure. at the end of the day, it doesn't change the fact that out here in the real world, yeah, most people aren't going to touch her with a barge pole now. Yeah. So yeah, maybe, she, the, can make a, the, maybe the, she can make the, a living out the uh, bubble. Maybe she can't. I don't know. Maybe. It won't be Mandalorian money. Not like she would have. Yeah. yeah, I was going to say, she, <laughs> just from the amount of money she costs herself, I think she's dumb. Yeah. Um, all of that being said, though, the, the, the opposite is true as well. If you're really far left and you're like, we shouldn't even have a police force, then you're freaking kooky as well. And the mainstream will not embrace you. Yeah, exactly. Um, you know, life is in the middle. It really is. Yeah. Or it's Malcolm in the middle. Um, <laughs> so let's again. let's talk about some cool stuff now. Okay. I posted uh, during the Super Bowl. Two commercials came out. Uh, trailers, I should say, and both are for upcoming Marvel. Uh, no, I guess no. One of them nope. is not. Sorry. One of them is for a Marvel show, and they finally gave us. A full two-minute trailer for the Falcon and the Winter Soldier. Yeah. Now this starts uh, about a month from now. Yeah, it's I close. Mean, we're going to finish Wandavision, and then like two weeks later, we're going to get this show. Yeah. And I think after that show ends is when we're going to get Loki. So yeah. we've got some really good Marvel stuff coming up here, which I don't want to see say is lesser than Star Wars, but I think at least for Disney Plus, I think Mar Star Wars has really been the driver. So. This is good for Disney. They've got some really good Marvel stuff coming up as well. Um, this looks like it's kind of the opposite of WandaVision. Yeah. Thank goodness. Just like what Marvel's done with the movies, where each type of movie is totally different than the last one. You know, they had uh, just, they kind of already done the, the buddy show movie with Thor and the Hulk. But, but this looks like it's taking it to another level. This, well, this looks is, like a, a. Yeah. This is like 48 hours. Go ahead. This is, you know, this yes. is two guys put together. Good analogy. Who, yeah, who, who don't initially don't really see eye to eye or really want to be together. And then as they progress through an adventure, they build a, a camaraderie. Um, and it looks like it's going to be really good because, it, it you know, it does have that, that same vibe that we got from, you know, those Captain America movies where once they brought the Winter Soldier in, it made Captain America far more interesting. Yeah. Um, yeah. And you know way what, more interesting. What I like about what they're doing at the moment with uh, they've taken with One Division, they've taken two characters from the Avengers who really had very little development. Yeah, and they've really given them a very rich arc of development. We now start to really understand who these characters are, and I think Falcon and Did Winter. Did you like the part where uh, Peter says she goes, "What happened to your accent?" He goes, "What happened to yours?" <laughs> exactly. Yeah. I love that. Yeah. I was like, "Yes, they admitted that yeah. she she started with this really really a bad yeah kind of uh, an accent." And then all of a sudden, it's just gone. She didn't even have some. Every now and then, she'll say something that has a little bit of an accent when to she, it. Yeah, when she. But you're like, yeah, when she brought the missile back out, then she was full, full back on yes. Sokovian, and then she dropped it again. So, uh, you, yeah. you know, what are you going to do? I love that they acknowledge that, though. Yeah, exactly. Um, so, so yeah, this this does look a lot of fun, um, and it's it's much more conventional, much more accessible, if you could say that, and. Um, it looks I like it's going to be a 10 episode. Nemo. Nemo? Zemo. Zemo. Is it 10 episodes? I think it's 10 episodes, yeah. These 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 uh, Marvel sh Marvel runs are normally 9 or 10 episodes, aren't they? I believe WandaVision's 8. Okay. All right. Call but me a liar. Call me a cares? liar for two it's episodes. Gonna be, it's it's going to be great. Uh, it's two characters that got way more screen time than Wanda or Vision ever got. And yet, um, yeah, we still, but the right kind of screen time. They really yeah. did some character development exactly. with both of them, especially Bucky. Yeah, and hey. yeah, we know these characters better, but we do want to. We see. I mean, they're they're still fairly one dimensional, you know. In that, 
we know that uh, you know we know that that Falcon is very much you know a military good guy, but you know with that real streak of mor- morality in the middle, like like um, yeah. like Steve Rogers, and then we know that Bucky is basically uh, he's on a massive redemption arc because of what he did while he was the Winter Soldier. Um, and, uh, you know, he's got that whole tragic 30, 30, 40 years of my life was taken away from me and I was mind controlled and all of that. And then we've got Zemo, who we know has, has real issues and has done I some really bad stuff. I really like that they showed him carrying the, the Zemo mask from the comic books. Yeah. That was the only thing I didn't like about um, Civil War that they never really addressed that mask. And it's a very, in the comic books, a very iconic mask. So. And I like you hear his voiceover and, you know, no more superheroes. Um, yeah. I know Flag Smasher, which was a Captain America villain, uh, had some good, especially in the, I believe, the 90s, maybe the 80s, the 80s or 90s. I'm pretty sure it was the 90s. Uh, a pretty good um, story arc about who he was and why he's doing and why Captain America wearing a flag on him um, was his uh, nemesis. Yeah. So him with Zemo looks pretty interesting. Um, the action looks like it's going to be fantastic, you know. But it really is going to fall on those two characters' interaction. I never want them to be, you know, best friends in that they, everything they say they just get along perfectly with. Yeah. I want that. Odd that, couple vibe. A little bit of attention. Yeah, the odd couple. Yeah. That's going to work for them. And they already established that in just two sentences, you know, with Bucky sitting in the back seat asking, I think this was in Civil War, can you move your seat up? No. Yeah, no. <laughs> I, I loved it. Yeah. it. It's just, it's a little throwaway thing, but just that one little scene, Marvel does so good at this, establishes that they respect each other, they're friends with Steve. They don't really like each other right now. They well, are two different people. Yeah, I like let, that. Well, let's. I mean, let's face it. Um, you know, Falcon um, has been. He's been Steve's best buddy all the time. He's known Steve. As soon as they met, they clicked straight away. Yeah, and yep. he helped him out, and he was Steve's best buddy. And then all of a sudden, this guy comes along who's an ex-Soviet assassin. Yeah, and all the, I was just going, oh, yeah, I was Steve's buddy first. I mean, you can understand where the tension it comes was. from. Yeah. Sure. You know, especially you know, as you see, you know. Two ex-girlfriends get together is never a good thing. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> Guy Searle in the chat room on Facebook is, says, don't sleep on What If. I agree, Guy. Um, so What If is going to be an animated series from Marvel, and they're going to uh, look at different movies, I assume, maybe they're going to touch on some of the TV shows, but I think it's pretty much just the, the what's happened in the movies instead of this person being black Panther, it's this person or what if, you know, the classic one is what, what would have happened if Superman would have landed in the Soviet union rather than the United States, you know, that sort of what if scenarios. And I know they're doing a, a a Marvel zombies uh, episode. Um, I'm not sleeping on it. I'm looking forward to it. Um, it's. I think it's probably going to be fantastic escapism, but I am still more interested right now in the live action. Mm-hmm. Um, when it comes to the movies, nobody's touching Marvel. When it comes to animation, nobody's touching DC. DC's animation is is so much better than than Marvel's, and it has been traditionally for a very long time. That's not to say Marvel hasn't had some good animation. It just doesn't compare to the storytelling. Um, and I think even, I would go so far as to say art style that DC's employed for the last 25 years, starting with the Batman animated adventure. Um, yep. So I, while I'm ex- I'm looking forward to it, I'm not as excited. I just, I just really want to see more live action Marvel. It's just, I, I can't believe we've got, what now, 13 years of this level of storytelling and live action with superheroes and it's so good yeah i know today as we record this happy valentine's day by the way (laughs) um i know as we record this later today zach schneider is going to release the first full trailer for his justice league uncut coming to hbo max next month 
I, I kind of want to see it, but I also don't really care. <laughs> yeah. It's like, well, you know, oh, look, we showed Superman in a dark suit, and Dark Side's going to be in it. Uh, look, uh, this is. I don't, this I don't is, care. Yeah, you, look, you, it passed. It's done with. It's well, over. yeah, but, the, but the, the, here's the difference, right? Is that um, we know, we now know that there was a lot of tension on the Justice League set after Zack Snyder left. Apparently, Joss Whedon did not really fit in very well with his cast and characters, and it wasn't a nice working environment. No, there's environment. been reports that he was a, a Class A asshole. Yes, exactly. That, um, and and it's now coming out that apparently he's always been a bit like that, so, you know, what are you going to do? But the point is, is that they they completely redid the movie. There was a lot of studio involvement. It wasn't Zack Snyder's vision. This effectively is... Is a is a is a reboot of that movie. It's like you know where they've they've spent a lot of money shooting a lot more of it, and it's going to be something different. Whether it'll be any good or not is always a fifty fifty. It won't with be. Zack That's Snyder. what I want to. No, it's not fifty fifty. Show me one DC movie that was fantastic that he did. He doesn't understand the characters at all. He does not understand Superman. He does not understand Wonder Woman or Batman. He doesn't get these characters. Um, the only thing I've ever seen from Zack Schneider that I really liked was 300. And um, what was the other one? Wow, I had it right there and it's just gone that fast. Sucker, sucker oh, Punch. Uh, Watchmen. Sucker Punch. No, Sucker Punch. It is was awful. Sucker Punch. Um, we know you're a sucker for no. Sucker Punch. <laughs> no, I think his movie, The Watchmen, did an actual, a really good job. Now, yeah. does it compare to the HBO series? No, because no. the HBO series was just. Its own thing. Yes, yeah. it was groundbreaking. It was just fantastic. Whereas he tried to do a literal interpretation of a comic book in one movie, and it was a twelve-issue long series yeah. from the eighties, and he tried to translate it a hundred percent on screen. Parts of it didn't work, but parts of it really did. And, yeah. and looking at it now, it's actually it's a pretty good movie. I, I actually like Watchmen. Yeah, yeah. No, I can I can get behind that. Superman Batman was awful. Yeah. Am I right? Uh yeah. Yeah, it was. Um and and you know what? And and we're going to move on to the other movie now, right? One of the things I don't like about Superman versus Batman is the whole premise. Yeah, is stupid. You don't want to take two beloved characters and artificially put them against each other and put that in the title because you know that's not how it's going to end up because they're both heroes. You don't take two hero characters and say, oh, they're against each other, because that implies one's going to get killed or beaten or something, and we know that's not going to happen. And here we are, Godzilla versus King Kong. Right. The movie nobody is asked Is Godzilla for. a hero? He's a, he is the hero of his own movies. They didn't really portray him as a hero. Ah, well, in the first movie they did. In, in fact, in the second they movie they did. They tried to redeem him at the end a little bit, but... It's Godzilla the, has no personality. Period. In, in no, those two movies, but the whole narrative, the whole narrative, he's they a build, force of nature. Yeah, the, but the whole the whole narrative they build up is that Let he's the fight. force of nature who saves everybody. Yeah, he's the balancer between these other th creatures that are that are negative. So in the first movie, after he kills a whole bunch of people, yeah, that's true. That's that's his bag. You know, unfortunately, when you're <laughs> So I don't think he's a good guy. When you're 350 feet high, it's very difficult to avoid stepping on people. Um, so, yeah, I, he's portrayed in the in the certainly in the first movie as the savior because he kills the other two bad monsters, and then in Godzilla versus King of the Monsters, the names in the title he's the King of the Monsters, and again he's the one who saves the day against all the bad monsters, right? So, and then you look at King Kong. And King Kong is also an anti-hero in his own movies. He's a tragic hero in the ones where he climbs up the uh, Empire State and gets shot Yeah, I wouldn't down. say he's an anti-hero. I would say he's a, a a tragic hero. Yeah, tragic hero. Okay. But the thing is, he's still the hero. He's still the, he's still the draw, and you don't want to see King Kong come. Be, uh, you don't want to go and see a King Kong movie because he's going to smash things up. You want to see him beat the Tyrannosaurus on his island. You want to see him save the girl. And that's you want what to this see is going to be. 
you want to see you want to see him shot down by people who don't understand what he is after he's been chained Did up. Did you watch this trailer fair. though for King Kong versus Godzilla? Because I, it you kicks know what? Ass. I haven't. Because well, you know what? The the trailer for all of those movies have always kicked ass. But King of the Monsters, the trailer looked amazing. the f- The film was terrible. It was absolutely oh, no appalling. No, and I agree no, with you hundred percent. I've no, but, but King Kong's movie was actually pretty. It good. was, yeah, and and got, I, I think, mean there was some stupid things in it, but yeah, for I, the most part, it was pretty good. He wasn't out just stomping on dudes. Exactly. You know, he was like, "Leave me alone," that, and it was the humans that kept picking at him that pissed him off. Exactly, and the uh, the the first Godzilla movie, as I say, I I think that that was pretty good, and that Godzilla came out of it probably the least murdery of all the monsters. Um, and yeah. uh, well, so- he also was the only one that actually had a personality. And if you watch this new trailer, he has a personality in it. Yeah, but um, why are you gonna why are you gonna put Godzilla and King Kong against each other? Because it's gonna be badass watching no, those two not. fight. No, it's not. For, I mean, that's another problem. It I was have with the it. first time Godzilla. It was the first time they fought. Did no. you ever watch the first one, the original? No, no. But the thing the is, the American version of it, King Kong wins. The Japanese version of it, Godzilla wins. Right. So you didn't even know this conversation's over. You didn't even know that they already had this fight. I knew they had it. I've just never seen it. The no, point is, is that is you didn't that even see it. So then, Godzilla is for a start. Godzilla is three times the size of King Kong. So him fighting Godzilla is is kind of like is kind of like a racist monkey fighting Magic Johnson. It's going to look stupid. Right. The, the only problem the tiny I have little is monkey that flying up Godzilla. It's going to look stupid. <laughs> it's going to be He's stupid. Not, they're the same size in this trailer. Well, that, that's wrong for a start. I agree with you there because King <laughs> Kong is not. He's not the that, size of Godzilla. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so all that happened, all would have happened in real life, in real life, if Godzilla and King Kong fought, is Godzilla would open his mouth, fire out the radioactive ray, yeah, and you'd. <laughs> Godzilla turn to turn to a uranium. They, they crisp. address that in this trailer. You should just watch this trailer real quick. I'm gonna I think watch. there's a way I could actually play uh, the trailer in in the uh, in the video. But and you, you know, could actually you, watch if, it. if you if you look up the word movie trailer in the Oxford English Dictionary, you know one of the definitions there lie. You can lie. make any movie look yeah, good in a trailer. Um. I think there's a way I could actually. Wonder Woman. I'll just remind share. you. Wonder Woman eighty four had an awesome trailer. All right, here we go. You ready? I don't know if this is going to work or not. Oh yeah, I can see so, it. So I don't know if you can hear it. No. And it's all jerky. No, you can't hear it. Yeah. Yeah. But. I mean, you can even so see there that showing, Godzilla is that that King Kong is not as big as Godzilla. Well, I know they sh- they show him on the boat and he's big, but Godzilla <laughs> he's, couldn't he's fit big, on that but ship. He's, a, he's only about a hundred feet big, right? Yeah, and they you know they show this little girl and King Kong is like, oh, she's my little buddy, and we're gonna touch fingers, and it the trailer looks fantastic. But no. they give away a lot in the trailer. Well, you're for what you're going to see. You see, in the movie. you're you're watching the trailer. You're assuming that the movie will have more plot that explains the bits you're seeing in the trailer. I guarantee you, it won't. Yeah, and it won't because it will not. These people can't write this stuff. Yeah, they really, really can't. You know, and you can't. As, they they as, don't know what they do with these characters other than the big action scenes why has the military never figured out that shooting a air-to-air missile at a monster or anything pretty much never works no no yeah, it, no either no, godzilla no. is smaller this looks appalling it looks awesome no it looks Punching. appalling Ugh, right in the face oh yeah, yeah apparently uh, king kong just grew that's just uh, no I, no, I'm I'm, awesome. I'm not grokking this at all. And as I said, I've been I burned. Think it looks awesome. I've been burned by these movies before. Um, King of the Monsters. I was really looking forward to. I now I did see the Japanese version of Godzilla King of the Monsters. Yeah, and it was pretty awesome for what it was. Yeah, but the American version was just terrible. 
No. I think that the uh, the bad guy in this is actually Mechagodzilla. That's the actual bad guy. Yeah. And there's a bunch of monsters in this, so you know darn well that they're not going to stay enemies. Yep. Yeah. yeah, well, of course they're not, because that's always... The, when you've, That's what I said. Whenever you have two heroes, anti-heroes, whatever you want to call them, versus in the title, you know what the plot is, is that the, for one reason or another, they will fight each other to a draw... Yeah, and then they'll you, unite you against a common You make that sound like it's always a bad thing, and and I would say that's not always a bad I thing. Just my I wife don't. loves, for instance, the the what is it? The I can't think of the name of the stations now. But all the movies are kind of the same, and there's something to be said for giving people what they like. When I have pizza, I don't want a bunch of different crap on there every time. I want the same stuff on it because that's what I enjoy. There's no problem with movies that they, it, oh, they're just going to do this. And they're going to team up at the end. And yeah, that's what we want. That's what everybody wants. No, we all, everybody likes King Kong and Godzilla. We you don't want to see Godzilla just fry him into nothing. You just, you know, you there's just something dissed, to be said for movies. 10 minutes that, ago, you just dissed Batman versus no. Superman. Yes, we because just, it was awful. Because it's got the same problem. And guess what? This is going to be awful, too. No, because no, it's not because it was the same problem. It was because neither character acted like those characters should act. Batman was murdering dudes left and right. That's not the character of Batman. Superman is testifying in, in court, and everybody hates him now. It's... It's nonsensical. They didn't. They weren't true to the characters. They weren't. That's true the problem to, with Batman yeah. versus Superman. And in this it, one, they they're not. This one, they're not true to King Kong's height. So there you go. Well, it's the or same point. I think they are because no, because here's the problem with that. They are a hundred percent true to his height at the beginning of this trailer because he's sitting on like an aircraft carrier, right? Yeah. And then Godzilla comes up and is starting to claw up on top of the. Well, Godzilla's so big he can't fit on that thing so he's small and then they yeah. show later in it they're standing next to buildings and they're 35 feet tall fighting what the hell how say so did they take you, growth serum or something you so in that agree I, I, I agree with you you already agree I, yeah. with oh, me it's i know gonna it's be gonna terrible. be a bad movie you know what it is don't go it's see gonna the be movies. terrible but you know what i'm gonna well you don't have to go anywhere exactly <laughs> um I'm, and i'm totally gonna watch it when it comes out oh totally don't get me am. wrong and i, and I bet <laughs> The fight scenes are going to kick ass, and everything with the humans is going to be boring, I, and everyone's going to be emoting, and oh, why is this happening? Oh, oh you know, who look, cares? I'm a, I'm a Just true geek. let them fight, and then a bad guy really comes out that that's actually the bad, and then they team up, and it's a buddy movie, and they kick that guy's ass. Hey, I'm a Fine. true geek. I've I know just, that's what's going to happen. Yeah, Give it to but me. But I've just dissed it, and I'm still going to watch it. I know it's going to be terrible. Of course you are. And Everyone I'm still going to watch it. But I never said it wasn't going to watch it. Here, here's the thing, though. Let's true if they really wanted to be brave as movie producers, there's no humans in it at all. There's no actors in yeah. it. Period. Yeah. It's just the monsters. Yeah. That's what we want. Yeah. If you're a really good filmmaker, obviously it would be a hundred percent CGI movie, but that's fine. That's yeah. I'm down with that. Just give us King Kong as the head of Monster Island. And Godzilla shows up, and he's like, screw you, dude. This is my island. And yeah. Godzilla's like, no, it isn't. <laughs> yeah. And they go at it for an hour and a half. Give me that movie. I'll yeah. watch it. Exactly. Who yeah. wouldn't watch that? That would be no, way better than these Nobody wants the human stuff. <laughs> nobody. Nobody. Even yeah. in the originals, the human acting was just, it was awful. It yeah. was just so bad. It was worse than the new ones. Yeah. Um, just give us that. Give us God, give us really Godzilla versus King Kong. Yeah. You know? And at the end, Godzilla loses, and he has to leave Monster Island exactly. because King Kong kicked his ass. Yeah. He's ha all, half his fur's burnt off. He's all messed up. One eye's dead. Yeah, that's but right. But he wins, and he Godzilla's wins and he like, stands on I gotta the beach. go grow my tail he back. He beats his chest like this. Yeah, yeah, and that's credits. Yeah. And the credits are the animation studio, so that's it. We should, There's we should, no actors. We should be in Hollywood making this stuff. And you know what you well, do for a sequel? We should be running a tech company that that does this. Well, you know what you should do for a sequel? I want to see. Yes. Power Chewbacca. Rangers show up and fight King Kong. No, Chewbacca versus Ewok. <laughs> that would be pretty good, too. I think the Ewoks would 
would mess no, him up. No, not Ewoks. Ewok. One Ewok versus Chewbacca. Just Ewok. Wicket. Wicket versus Chewie. Wicket versus Chewie. Wouldn't last long. Oh, no. I don't know. You um, see, because Chewie's got the laser bolt and all of that sort of thing, and he's got the strength and everything. But but Wicket's clever, and he knows how to make traps. And, and he has a he has a boa boa <laughs> spins it around <laughs> the rocks to get him. Wraps around the bow caster. Yeah, hits him in the chest. He accidentally shoots his head off. That'd be awesome. Um, yeah, give us Godzilla versus King Kong with no actors. That's what we want. Yeah, just. Pure popcorn, in fact, fluffy movie. You know what? Here's here's a thing. We take the monster fight footage from all three yep. of the movies, and we just edit that together. Yeah, it'd probably be better. Good music on it. Job done. Yeah, and uh, it could be a new reboot. I'm down. Let's do it. I got <laughs> I got iMovie ready to fire up right now. I can put the sucker together. I'm not spending the money on Final Cut Pro to do it, but no. I got iMovie. It's, it's, it's not worth it. <laughs> it's not worth it. Yeah. All right, man. We're going to wrap up this episode of Geeks Pub. Um, good episode, David. It was fun. Yeah, it was. <laughs> I will see you here in two weeks for another Geeks Pub. And, of course, we're going to discuss the entire season of WandaVision. What that means going forward for the Marvel Universe. We know those big things coming. I'm looking forward to it. I know David is too. Um, and then, you know, next week we'll be back with Tech Fan talking about the latest in the tech world. And uh, we are returning on Tech Fan to our Wikipedia. Um, in about a month from now, so two episodes from now, here on Geeks Pub, we're going to return to our um, new feature that we do here occasional feature where we talk about movie and television soundtracks you know so we've got at least three more i've already put my next three david hasn't he's lazy um our next three i guess we don't have to do you know a ton of i think it works though i've got three ready to go for two weeks from now so you you need to come up with two or three as well so we can have a, a nice rounded show okay and uh i already picked three really good ones so one's a television show yeah I, I, I'd, I'd like to do some television as well so yeah yeah well pick at least one tv show then okay your next our next go around for a month from now and if you guys have some uh selections on movie or television music that we should really talk about send us an email it's the show at geekspubpodcast.com of course you can go to geekspubpodcast.com and leave a message right there in the show notes or go to mymac.com and do the same we are on facebook but we are only still using the tech fan stuff on facebook and twitter so you can find us there as well it's tech fan podcast david i'll see you in a week see you then